This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast. This is episode 199. I am, as always, your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and with me, as always, my co-host, Adam Bell. Hey, Peter. It's good to hey, be Adam. here. How are you? I'm feeling great. How about you? I'm I'm enjoying the beach right now. Yeah, you, I, I see that. It's <laughs> virtually, I'm virtually there. <laughs> virtually in the beach. Excellent. I'm going to hide our non-video AI uh, reading uh, assistant right there. There you go. So he's he's out of the loop. What's going on? It has been a while. We keep on getting interrupted and then we, mm-hmm. we come back. We always do. We always do come back. We've come back 198, probably like we've re-recorded at least one episode. So we've come back like 199 times. Yeah. And I mean, so, and we've even let a couple podcasts die that were just like, eh. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> we're here. We are here. Dear listener, I'm talking to you. Uh, if you have any doubt that, you know, we're coming back, well, you're wrong because we're back. We're like so, a bad penny. We keep, we, churning, we keep turning up. I know. Right. So here we are. <laughs> so what's going on? What's new with you? Well, you know, it's, uh, it is fall. It's football season. We're enjoying, uh, football weather, football season. We're headed to, uh, we're actually headed to Tuscaloosa to watch Alabama and UT play tomorrow. And that's going to be fun. Hopefully the Vols will win. If they don't, I hope to have a good time anyway. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice here. We had a um, we've had a, a decent fall as far as like it comes in gently and we get to enjoy the colors. And sometimes it just turns, you know, it's like one day it's summer. Next day it's winter. You don't know yeah, anything about we, that, do you? No, no, we don't have seasons up here. Wait. Oh, yeah, every day. Yes. <laughs> right now, it's about 65 outside. I uh, Hang on a second. Good. <laughs> My girlfriend just texted me and says, I want a baby. <laughs> uh do you need to go now? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> uh, anyway, where were we? <laughs> In my belly. I want to eat your baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, it's fall weather. And, uh, yeah, I did officially, I put the kayak away. Actually, I did that a couple of weeks ago. I kind of gave up on that. And I was like, yeah, and I'm about to bite you know accept real reality and put the bike away also because you know it's getting that that time of year and i haven't ridden the bike in like at least a, maybe a month or so so you need to take up fishing so that we can have a fishing podcast and talk about nothing the whole time or or what well yeah but we'll be fishing while we're doing that oh well <laughs> there you go <laughs> 
See, I mean, I like I like to go fishing in the in the tropics. So you like the tropics. So I mean, you like the tropics, especially so... this time of year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if you do. You pay attention to the company Nerdio? No, I don't. So Nerdio has well, what they do is they do a wrapper on um, Microsoft Azure. So they've got a push button solution. You say what you want, it builds it all with scripts, PowerShell, spits out an environment ready for you to go in Azure. Um, but their NerdioCon is in uh, Costa Rica this year, February 12th. Oh, well, perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I should go to that. <laughs> <laughs> now, does that like tie into your Azure tenant? So you say like, go here and it spits it out or does it give you like configuration scripts that you can port and run anywhere? Um, it would spit out an environment ready to join. So it, it would, it would make an environment at that point, you could then make your environment tie into it hybrid. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's not terribly expensive either. Huh? I actually don't know how, I don't know how they make money. Oh, interesting. Okay, great. That's the best kind. Is, (laughs) Is it worth buying a license so that I can have them spin up my virtual desktop in? infrastructure i couldn't do on my own probably not for i don't know it might be like 20 bucks a month but that's probably more than your than you want to spend i mean you know like can i can i just subscribe for a single month and have them set it up and then cancel i don't know because that, that would that would be worth it because i was banging my head against the azure docs for like an hour the other night and so mm-hmm. i definitely pay 20 bucks to have that taken off my plate so. yeah yeah, I've gotten I've I've put in I put in my time on building Azure VMs. I think they're they're much easier today than they once were. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, still I... the the most janky thing about all of it is getting the network that you want. Because mm. you have to have this public network, then you have to have this private network. Mm-hmm. And you have to know a little bit about subnetting in order to create those things. Mm-hmm. And if you do it wrong, there's no going back. Right. <laughs> so you wanted a 192.168.100 LAN. You gave it a 101 LAN. And you're like, oh, well, I would like to have 500 addresses instead of 256. Nope. That's not going to happen. You're done. Better plan right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, well yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i know i like i said i found like the azure you know it's like some kind of quick start guide just do this do this and i was thought i was following all the right directions but even that you know like it was a relatively new document but Mm -hmm. you know some of the settings were different you know so the things that changed because microsoft loves to change the ui and stuff yeah Well, yeah, and you change the name to yeah. something that's so intuitive. Entra. Microsoft Azure Active Directory now is Entra, mm-hmm. which is not even a word. <laughs> Microsoft Active Directory, we're not even a word anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had to change it because there was micro- the Azure Active Directory, then there was Azure Active Directory Services, which are two separate things. Mm-hmm. That's Microsoft oh, yeah. for you. 
Brilliant. Yeah. They love to overload names. Defender. How many Windows? De- how many uh, Microsoft Defender products are there now? Ah, uh, Defender Enterprise, Defender uh, yeah, Home, yeah. Defender for your cat, Defender. <laughs> cat Defender, Cat <laughs> Defender. <laughs> yeah, a friend of the show, Scott Wilsey, needs a couple of instances of Cat Defender. So, <laughs> or wait, now are these Defender? Do they defend your cat, or do they defend you from the cat? It depends on which version you buy. Right. Don't get the wrong one. <laughs> there's there's Microsoft Defender Cat, and then there's Microsoft Cat Defender. Uh, yes, yes. It's Got clear. it. It's it's Got crystal it. clear. Why did I even ask? I don't even. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so so uh, so you messaged me. You messaged me what this morning or last night, saying you were you were thinking of the good old days. Yeah, I was thinking of the good old days. I was, I, I, well, so what, what prompted me is I had to update my signal on my uh, on my Mac and I was looking at our last ground game chat. It was from July. I'm like, it's been too long since we've had ground game as a consistent thing. Indeed. So uh, I did, uh, I did step up. I've done a total of 30 push-ups today. Mm-hmm. Um, shoulder felt okay doing that i mean in theory i should be able to do push-ups again and maybe i i don't know maybe going a little overstepping maybe i should be doing push-ups again i don't know Um, we can can work up to 100 how about we just start you know start easy start slow yeah well 30 is a good start that's a third Mm -hmm. of the way there almost so yeah we'll see so yeah, all right. Let's let's redouble our efforts. Let's do it again. Give it a shot. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. <sighs> okay, so we're back into the ground game. Well, related to that, I'm um, I'm doing uh, knee physical therapy again. Mm-hmm. So so yes, my other you know ground game. Um, so you may recall uh, last year, just under uh, a year uh, ago, I had a knee injury while running. And it took me a couple of months of consistent, you know, physical therapy to, you know, get out of that. And uh, I did, you know, I rebounded and successfully ran a marathon after that with no problem. So that mm-hmm. was good. Um, this past, it was just uh, two Saturdays ago, I was getting a massage. And at the end, she was like manipulating my knee, moving it around and you know, like grabbing under the calf and moving the whole leg around mm-hmm. and seems to have re-aggravated that knee injury. And so I'm back in physical therapy again. <laughs> Great. So I'm doing those specific exercises for the knee and otherwise taking it easy. So I guess maybe it's time to work on the upper body, you know, while, while I'm doing that. So there you go. Ground Here's- game, bro. Yep. All right. Let me open up the reminders again and set it <laughs> daily. Here we go. Recurring. You have to admit you, you know, you, you feel like you're just not doing anything and you need it. I know. Not doing anything. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Here we go. Ground game, bro. I'm just going to call it. I'm just going to call it that. Ground, ground game, bro. That's it. it's there repeat daily yep all right repeat every day no not one day before just every day reminders have you ever noticed so do you use um 
do you use the reminders on iOS to tie in with um, like Google or with Microsoft? No, I just use, I just let Google remind me. Yeah. And I get, I get emails. Oh, it's working now. Oh, <laughs> I was about to complain that uh, the reminders app on Mac OS does not work with Exchange. And now as I open it up today and take a look, it's working with Exchange. Perfect. Uh, that's awesome. I guess I, I guess I can't say that. So there you go. So have you have you ever done Duolingo or Babbel I, or any of those? I have. Uh, Duolingo I have done. Um, Babbel I bought and gifted a subscription to someone, but I did not set it up myself. Mm -hmm. So I have been doing Duolingo now and they, they gamify it. So I think I'm on... Uh, like 270 some odd day streak on that where okay. you do it every day. And um, my only, com I mean, so they gamify it all the way up to a point. And now I'm in a, the, in the diamond league and I can't get any higher. There's no higher than the diamond league. Plutonium league or. Yeah. I mean, they, they should just make another league on that because you know, you, if you maintain a certain level of, yeah, if you do 15, 20 minutes a, a day, every day, you know, you can't fall out of the league. If right. you go less than that, you know, you'll, you'll drop down and, and, yep. and go to a different level. I like, do recall that. I don't know why they don't have more levels because if well, you're how many really dedicated. Take, how many did you take to get up to diamond? I don't know. It was like four or five. Yeah. It wasn't. A lot of levels. I mean, yeah. yeah, but it's kind of a it gamifies it a little bit. Um, you compete against other people. Um, you compete against yourself to get you know keep your points going, and you get gems to help knock. I I, I do the paid for version as I wasn't about to do. If I messed up, then I lose enough of those, and I can't keep training. I'm like, well, I'm just paying for the training because that's why I'm here. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I was using it. it. It definitely helped me build up some vocabulary, but I wasn't feeling like it was helping me, uh, you know, get like my conversational skills. No. Up. Yeah. I'm uh, not there yet either on the conversational skills. Yeah. But you're in the diamond league. Mm -hmm. Don't you think you should be by now? I should be. But yeah, I've, I've got a lot, I've got a pretty good vocabulary and but I just can't, I can't do things quickly. I can't have a quick conversation. Um, I can order dinner. I can <laughs> buy clothes. You know, we, we could have a transactional relation or transactional conversation. But as far as like, hey, Peter, how are you doing today? Besides I say, fine, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Yeah. How's your family? Fine. How's your family? <laughs> Yeah. Great. Great. <laughs> Good. Uh -huh. And then we look at each other. <laughs> and smile awkwardly and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it it kind of sounds like some uh IT networking events. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a lot of events. Hey, I went to an event last night. You did. I did. For the first time in might be years. 
uh, I went back to the Boston security meetup and it was fun. Uh, you know, saw some old friends and, uh, you know, acquaintances, um, and, uh, listened to two talks, two speakers. Uh-huh. One gave a talk called, uh, the inconvenience of two FA convenience. The in, yeah okay. The inconvenience. It was all about using your cell phone, uh, you know, for for your two factor authentication. And the talk was inspired by him losing his phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, just goes through, you know, this guy takes his security, you know, pretty seriously. And uh, the, he did touch on a question we've discussed earlier on this sh- uh, show about uh, the idea of using your two FA in your one password you know, yeah. consolidating that with your password. Mm-hmm. Um, and we agreed that, you know, it's, it is a less secure option, right? Because mm-hmm. if someone compromises your computer or your device with one password in it, you know, there's all your stuff. It's, you know, you've got your two factors together. Yeah. Um, or, or my unconscious body, they just scan my face. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, no, but he, he gave some interesting um, examples about, uh, you know, um, or apparently now it's becoming more popular. Well, uh, thieves will target people who are blindly, you know, walking along and texting and like ride up on bikes and snag those phones and ride off with them. And then you have an unlocked phone. Mm-hmm. So you can get access to things, and I was just like, "Uh huh, ah, that there you go." Time to wake up, folks. But when boom. when you're walking around in a city, not situationally aware, you get what you get, and you don't fuss a bit. Yep. So um, one a couple interesting things that he talked about. Yeah, I'm 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 getting a little blurry. Have you been drinking? Do I look blurry? <laughs> Um, he gave a couple of interesting use cases though. Um, and one of the things he suggested, like is most of his two FA codes, he, he doesn't carry them. So he has a carry phone, which he uses for his texting, calling apps, email, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then he carries a separate phone and that has the two FA codes on them. So he separates that. And for him, you know, like within his threat model, that's a perfectly valid uh, operating method for him. So that's mm-hmm. what he does. So I was like, okay, that's, you know, that's cool. I mean, it seems a little extreme for my use case, but I can see that. I mean, there's plenty of people who still carry two cell phones around, one for work, one for business. I mean, one for work, one for personal, right? Yeah. So it's not unheard of, um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it was interesting. Well, and I think, I I don't know, I wish more, it kind of needs to be a middle ground. People take it as serious as it needs to be taken. Take the appropriate level of seriousness. You know, if I were, if I were in charge of White House secrets, then I would be taking precautions like that. You would not be able to scan my face. It'd be a separate device. I mean, I would take all of those things. You know, my life is just not that i mean it it would be a great inconvenience for me and a big hassle if all you know all of my passwords were released i mean that could affect my clients my business my life Mm -hmm. but not the country (laughs) yeah Yeah, you gotta have priorities (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh boy so, yeah, well, anyway, that was good, though. That was the first speaker. And then the next speaker talked about the dangers of um, open uh, webcams. 
Yeah. And it was very interesting um, because as it happens, the speaker, he's Israeli by birth, uh, but it was a talk that he co-presented a year ago, focusing on the war in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the same stuff, exact same stuff happens. And it was interesting. He gave examples how he and a colleague of his uh, essentially scanned the Internet for open webcams in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And during the first days of the invasion, they were, you know, looking at uh, feeds, live video feeds, where they were seeing stuff that apparently the Russians had hacked and were injecting their own peaceful, tranquil feeds really from, from days before. <laughs> so if you've looked at it, you're like, no, what? We're not invading Ukraine. What are you talking about? Everything's fine. Meanwhile, the tanks were rolling in. So, uh, but it was a really interesting, um, you know, thing at at one point they were, um, watching, um, what's his name there? The waxy face, uh, white haired guy from, uh, CNN interview a guy in Kiev and, um, they actually found a webcam that was in the same area. So Mm -hmm. they could listen to the webcam audio and then seconds later hear the same audio on CNN. So, you know, they did some some pretty cool, um, you know, some some pretty cool uh, scanning using a showdown and, you know, just found open cameras and just logged in and aggregated the streams and did some real interesting open source intelligence to triangulate where they were. And uh, coincidentally, it was just yesterday or the day before, I think the Israeli government just uh, put out a note to everybody say to, you know, shut off your webcams or make sure they're properly secured because they could be used by Hamas to mm-hmm. gather intelligence. So, yeah, we we just we keep on making the same mistakes. And that's why you and I are in business. We are in business. Yeah, I think I think I sent you the list. You know, it was like hundreds of webcams that are using default passwords out there. And there's just, there's websites. You can just go look at them. Yeah, there's a lot. Well, Showdown scans the internet for all sorts of things, you know, so you can just tell it to look for like in this geo IP range, this protocol go. And that's Mm -hmm. what they did. And they found like, boom, webcams. So, and they've, they even found, they were pretty certain they found the building where, uh, I know, president or prime minister uh, uh, Zelensky was holed up for a while like there was a webcam across the street showing that same building and they're pretty sure they had a door cam of soldiers coming and going (laughs) that's some pretty valuable intelligence yeah you know so that was that was kind of interesting so anyway good good talks good talks so it was definitely worth the price of admission which was free yeah yeah all right so i've got a i've got a book review or kind of a book review so startup villain talk uh, to me it is uh, i'm listening to it on audio or audible uh will wheaton is the narrator okay he actually does a really good job as a narrator uh, okay. i mean i've heard him do other books in the past he's doing characters in this one uh like with russian accents and things and he is pretty good he could He'll get better the more he does them because he's doing more of them. Uh, so I'm not going to throw any stones in, in that I mean, regard. He's an actor. He is an actor. Yeah. Uh, so, but it is, 
you I think you would enjoy it. Um yeah, I don't I can't tell you anything without you know kind of just you're ruining the plot so i don't i don't want to tell you anything but but you could listen to the uh the demo or the uh uh yeah the preview yep. on audible and see okay. if you wanted to listen to it i i think you would you know it's a okay. it's a good listen Start and i i actually listened to uh third eye before that with felicia day okay. you remember she did the guild yep yeah so she wrote a book third eye and it, it will wheaton was in that one as well which kind of led okay. me to this one the startup villain which is john it's not scalazy but it, it's john scalzy which scalzy yeah different guy altogether but okay. uh <laughs> but but it's worth i mean if you have any audible credits it's it's worth listening to actually it's probably worth 15 bucks to listen to or whatever though i i have a subscription to audible so i'm right. constantly buying credits but yours and but not everything is available in Audible, right? Is it or is that is that the or what do I think? Oh, I'm thinking Kindle Unlimited. Yeah, which is yeah. limited. So it, I didn't I didn't even look to see if it was in Kindle Unlimited because they find they've linked those two systems together now. So okay. it because I have a Kindle Unlimited subscription. If I find a a book that I want to read and it's in Kindle Unlimited. It knows that it shouldn't charge me for it. So it'll say zero dollars and okay. I'll just choose choose that option rather than to use a credit, which is nice because I've done that before. I've paid for a book with a real credit when I should have been able to listen to it for free. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> but they've, and just they've to be clear, that. it's starter villain, right? Mm-hmm. Not startup villain. I think autocorrect got you, but bought, bought you on that. Yeah, starter villain. Starter villain. Got mm -hmm. it. Okay. All right. All right. It's got I'll a. It's a got a cat on the on the. I I see that. So yeah, I just read it. It says inheriting your uncle's supervillain business is more complicated than you might think, particularly when you discover who's running the place. Yeah. Charlie's life is going nowhere fast. A divorced substitute teacher living with his cat in a house his siblings want to sell. All he wants is to open a pub downtown. If only the bank will approve his loan. Then a long lost uncle Jake dies and leaves his supervillain business complete with Island Volcano Lair to Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I might just buy this now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, of course, they, they, they want me to do this. You know, here's your premium pass with Audible for the first four months at $5.95 a month. After that, it becomes $14.95 a month. Um. I don't know. Maybe I should. I don't know. Uh, uh. I know you're you're pretty cheap on that. You're like, you'll. Well, you'll... <laughs> I want to make sure I'm going to use it, right? I just yeah. don't like. I just even though, even if I only use a subscription once in a while, if I go like a whole month without using it, I feel like I've wasted, you know, wasted the money. Yeah, so, I don't know it? how long I've been a member of Audible. I'm sure it would tell me. Yeah. Um, I I've been a member since 2011. I have 347 titles. <laughs> I've listened to a lot of books. That's a lot. Now tell me again, how did that work? Is with, you know, like unlimited, how many credits you, you get like so many credits per month. Yeah. So I think that I pay 
um, I think I pay 20 some odd dollars, like 25 or 26 dollars, and I get three credits each month. And that's three books, or are some books more than one credit? Or most books are only one credit. There were some at one time, there were some like doubling up on the early, so like the RR or the uh, oh shoot, what is the 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 guy who wrote the uh, Game of Thrones. George R.R. R. Martin. Yeah. So some of those books were like 38 hours and yeah. they would be like two credits, uh, but they don't do that anymore. Okay. I might do it. I mean, I've been splurging. I, I as you know, I do Blinkist, you know, so I do book summaries. Mm-hmm. Um, um, hang on a second. I, this is an in, this is a, an important uh, message I just got interrupted with for uh, pizza for tonight's Dungeons and Dragons game. So, okay, <laughs> we're back. Um, yeah, I might, I might, I might treat myself to it. It's just, it seems like you know, I have a plethora now. I'm, I'm paying for more podcasts that I subscribe to, and I guess I can just get more selective. You know what? I might just unsubscribe from the Grumpy Old Geeks podcast and use that time to do audible stuff instead mm-hmm. that'll get so, me about an hour a week which you know how long is an average average book take you uh it it depends on what i've got going on if i'm down at the farm mowing you know an eight hour book i'll kill in a weekend right right right, right right so i so the plan that i have is 22.95 a month that gets me two credits every month uh and and so there's also ones that i get free and i'll i'll cruise around like if i'm out of credits i'll cruise around and look for some books that'll tie me over and then i have some series of books that i just enjoy and i will listen to them again if i'm especially like when i'm mowing i really just want something i i don't want to hear the mower going i'm going to have earplugs in one way or another so i'll listen to some classics and things i've listened to before but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's, it's been worth it to me, but I, I do. Okay. To a lot. I mean, five bucks a month for four months seems like it's well, six bucks a month, sorry, plus tax. So it's going to be like six and a quarter per month. And you can so, decide then if you, then I can choose it. whether it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there you go. Starter villain. All right. Mm-hmm. I like that. Right. There you go. Secure this deal, access your holiday deal, 60% off. All right, fine. I'll secure the deal. <laughs> I mean, starter. I wonder, bill. You, I wonder you, if Amazon's you, now going to give me a credit for that sale. Maybe I highly doubt it. <laughs> I uh, highly doubt um, it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I wonder if he's running um, Windows Defender Cat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe Cat <laughs> Defender. <laughs> uh, so cool. Well, there you go. All right, starter villain. Great. I will. I will do that uh, after the podcast. I won't go into a transaction right now while we're recording. <laughs> All right. This is always a good idea. Well, since we're kind of kind of in that vein, I brought up to to you and Scott uh, about the Smartless podcast. He hadn't heard that. Had, yes. had you heard of it? Um, I had not. No. Talk to me. These are some I, I had heard of some of the names of the hosts, though. Yeah. So, you you know, I mean, Will Arnett, he's been in lots of things, TV shows. And I think like right now, his he's doing that those Lego challenges with the um where they they have different build things he's i mean you know him and jason bateman of course you know him 
And then Sean Hayes. Um, I didn't know him by name, but he's the guy, Jack, from uh, Will and Grace. Just oh, Jack. Okay. <laughs> Just Jack. Uh, so he, they're actually really uh, funny. And so their premise is one of them has a guest and the other two don't know who the guest is going to be until the guest comes on the show. So part of the oh. fun is, and, and they're famous guests. I mean, like, because I, 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 I don't know if he's been on, but I mean, everybody's been on there. The, you know, Affleck, Ben Affleck, and then, uh, of course, his buddy Damon, and then McConaughey, and I listened to Keanu Reeves. I listened to Lars Ulrich from Metallica on there, Paul Simon, uh, Peyton Manning's on. I mean, so all these big names um, are are going on the show. And they don't know, um, the other two don't know who the guest is going to be, which I, I don't think that I would like that because if I got to sit down with some of these people, um, I would want to be prepared to have a conversation with them. You know, like uh, if I were going to sit down with, I don't know, just name somebody like James Taylor. I know some of James Taylor's music, but I would want to be a little bit prepared to ask him intelligent questions about, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, I know you, I like your stuff. What's something I sing? Um, uh, Oh, ah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> I like the sound of your voice. Yes. <laughs> Just you being here is good enough for me. Yeah. 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 yeah we're good. We're good. But they actually are, they're really good hosts uh, and they're very gracious with their, their, um, their guests that they have on there. They're, they're pretty complimentary. And the person who has brought them on as their guest is pretty, they are prepared for the interview. Okay. So that's good. At least you wouldn't, I mean, you want to waste someone like James Taylor's time, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I forget who was the, the one that I listened to. And it was, I mean, he was, he was somebody who was, um, pretty, it's like, wow, that's a, that's a big, big catch to get on there. Uh, who was it? I don't know. Well, like I said, it it was, it was an, it was an enjoyment. I mean, like Mark Cuban's on there. Um, Andy Richter, Tom Holland, David Letterman, uh, Simon Pegg, Jennifer Garner. I mean, these are people you know yeah Yeah. smartless kaylee depeche mode like that'd be a cool one the whole (laughs) the whole band i guess so joaquin phoenix rob lowe ben affleck joker (laughs) yeah yeah oh bono um james cameron wow some real big names okay all right yeah, Steve Carell, Tony Hale, Anderson Cooper, and Kevin Bacon. Hey, hey, he's the one—the one I was trying to think of. <laughs> yeah, the hair. <laughs> I can't stand him. <laughs> Ethan Hawke, McEwen, Mc, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. All right, all right. I'll I'll subscribe. I'll subscribe. It's now, it's now, free. Yeah, I was gonna say now. I, now I shouldn't bother, you know, buying the, uh, um, you know, bu- buying that Audible thing because. You know, <laughs> yeah. You got hundreds of hours, right? And they're, they're an hour long episode. So they don't, they don't just like give them a, you know, a 20 minute chat. I mean, they, they talk to them an hour. 
Now, question: Are they ad sponsored? They are. Are they? And are they annoying ads? Uh no, they're not annoying ads. But what is annoying is the levels between the clips and the recording is not the same. And Scott Wilsey will want to punch a baby. <laughs> no, uh, he <laughs> wants to beat the neighbor's dog. That's beat what he the wants. neighbor's dog. That's what he wants. <laughs> that makes. It 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 kind of drives me nuts too because their their intro is real loud, real clear, and you turn it down, and then when they get to talking, you got to turn it way up, and then when they switch to commercials, then you got to turn it way down. So That's as like, a podcaster, I'm like, come on, y'all are big big names. <laughs> That's like you know old time television ads though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, used to watch broadcast TV and, you know, you're listening and then all of a sudden the the commercial comes on and the volume's up like 20 decibels louder. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. But, all right. Whatever. Smartless podcast. Great. Hey, they okay. can't do everything right. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. It makes us, you know, gives us hope. Hey, I have a question for you, though. Yeah. Um, so on this topic of beers, because before there was the friends with brews podcast, there was the friends with beer podcast, but before there was the friends with beer podcast, there was blurring the lines Yeah. Talk about beers. So, mm -hmm. um, this week for the first time in a while, I had a Sapporo. Mm -hmm. I was at this little Japanese restaurant and I figured, what do you do? Get a good old authentic Japanese beer. I love Sapporo, especially when I'm at a Japanese restaurant. Yeah. Did you know it's brewed in Vietnam? <laughs> Not until you told me. <laughs> I felt betrayed. <laughs> well, then, then I, then you're like, well, you know, then I thought, well, they're just, they're making that stereotype, you know, they're, they're reinforcing the stereotype, you know, where all Americans think all Asians are the same. Doesn't matter. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Right? Vietnamese beer, German beer. It's all the same. It's all the same. <laughs> anyway, I, I did have a Sapporo. It was a 22 ouncer. So mm -hmm. you know, that was work, but it was, it was good. I enjoyed it and uh, you know, it was yummy. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy. It's the Sapporo silver, by the way. Um, but for tonight for my bi-weekly uh, Dungeons and Dragons Baldur's Gate uh, game with my friends, I have two new beers I have not yet tried. Uh -huh. uh, one from Jack's Abbey Craft Loggers, which is becoming maybe my favorite brewery. It's hard mm -hmm. to say. They're good. Their new pumpkin spice lager. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to trying that. And then from Omegang Brewery, which is maybe becoming my second favorite brewery. It's kind mm -hmm. of hard, you know. I have their All Hallows Treat. Now, last mm -hmm. year I bought their All Hallows Dark, which yeah. is a, a, a black ale. Uh, this is an Imperial Chocolate Peanut Butter Stout, 7.6% ABV. Ah. And I am looking forward to trying this one. So mm -hmm. I found that the 7% range for me is kind of like the sweet spot now. Yeah. That's when I drink a 7%, it feels like I'm drinking. Mm -hmm. When I drink a 9%, it feels like I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so there we go. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, the pumpkin spice lager, it's only, I think like a, like a 5% or something like that. So, mm -hmm. you know, not as, not as intense. So, so I've got a Dungeons and Dragons question for you and I, and I may regret, regret 
asking it because it, it may take more than, you know, a single I, I podcast. Was, can... I was just going to say, I was planning on cutting us off at four o'clock Eastern today. So you got four minutes, Go. four minutes. Okay. Okay. So I'll be quick. So we watched the Dungeons and Dragons movie with uh, Chris. What's his name? Pine. Uh, Pine. One, one of the Chris's. And I, of course I didn't, I didn't watch any of the previews or anything and I didn't review. So I was kind of anticipating it being like Dungeons and Dragons, the cartoon, you know, you remember that old cartoon? Oh, I remember it well. Uh, But it really wasn't anything to do with that. Um, And I did, uh, and they mentioned, so it was more, it was more true to Dungeons and Dragons the the game not than anything previous tv or anything and that's fine yes, i didn't i wasn't married to it one way or another i just kind of thought that was what it was going to be about uh but i did know they mentioned Baldur's gate in the dungeons of dragons movie they just kind of mentioned it in passing i don't remember Baldur's gate as a kid with dungeons yep. and dragons was Baldur's gate around back then it was added. It's part of. Uh, it's on the world of Farron, part of the Forgotten Realms. Uh, okay. Sentence. So if you ever played Forgotten Realms, which I think was the most popular campaign setting, um, see when I first started, you know, the uh, Greyhawk was the original world yeah. that all the D and D stuff was set on, um, and then other worlds came up, and you know, Forgotten Realms was the one that I played in the most. So mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate was a city in Forgotten Realms. Okay, because I think yeah. I actually didn't think that's what I played. I I got yeah, I got rid of my Dungeons and Dragons books when I moved out. Like my parents were like, "Do you want these?" I'm like, "No, I'm not a kid anymore. <laughs> it's okay." Yeah. I still have first, second, third, and 3.5 edition uh, D&D yeah. books. I never touched fourth, you know, but uh, I think it'd be kind of cool to look at them now, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, well, at the, as a college student, you know, trying to be a man in the world, I was like, I don't need those children's games. <laughs> there were plenty of college students I had who were playing those games. They were <laughs> apparently by your definition, not being men. yeah uh but i did think it was funny yeah and i i do think it's funny that that we nerds we want a bard to be a powerful character with their song and they are not as powerful Mm -hmm. as a barbarian in real life but in (laughs) in dungeons and dragons you can kite you can do (laughs) All you know, what do we need? We need somebody to round us out. We need a bard. We need a bard. <laughs> I, as a kid and a college, I never really played bards. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently I have been playing one and they're a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> and you know, they they definitely seem a lot more powerful than when I recall them. I used mm-hmm. to remember, you know, the the bard was the jack of all trades master of none mm-hmm. um you know he could do a little bit of everything but they seem to cast some pretty powerful spells these days you know mm-hmm. so like, not as much as wizards but they're you know they're throwing fireballs around at like you know ninth tenth level or so that, uh, uh, that's pretty cool so yeah yeah i know well so the first time i ever saw that was really an everquest the first one like oh you need to be a bard if you want to do lots of soloing I'm like why in the world would I want to be a bard? 
you know, and you're like, oh, well, you can get the aggro going and then you can get this going and you get damage over time going. And you just keep running around them and they, they'll eventually die. I'm like, oh, okay. That sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I, so I really liked the movie. Um, it kept very true to the game. That was yeah. my thought, you know, because all the things that, you know, that happened, like, were like, yep, oh, that totally happens. And then, you know, the paladin shows up and just cleans house and he's better at everything. You know, I had to point out to my friends because I saw the movie in theaters when it came out with the crew, my Tuesday night D&D crew. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had to point it out. I was like, that guy was an NPC. You know, that was the dungeon master just having some fun. Oh, let me throw you out, you know, like, and, you know, here's here's this 20th level paladin who's just better at you than everything. But, okay, now that he's had his fun, he's going to leave. Yeah. You know? So I was like, yeah, that was, that was, it was just so typical. So I, no, I, I liked it. I thought it was great. Um, odds of there, I don't think, they, uh, the uh, I don't know. I've heard conflicting things. I don't think there's going to be a sequel, but I think it would be great if they did. So anyway, I don't know. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. Cool. Well, that's good. So I, I enjoyed that. And then I think the last thing is my uh, my yeah. truck should arrive in Vegas today. It shipped on Sunday. Mm -hmm. It should arrive today on Friday. Would you send it FedEx? <laughs> yeah, one piece at a time. Yeah, no, no. The, uh, this, this FedEx free. Yeah. <laughs> the shipping company came out and you, you, you know those trucks that go on down the road that just have a whole bunch of cars loaded up onto them? My truck was loaded up onto one of those and um, the truck headed towards California. The cars that were going, were going to California. And then my stop was in Las Vegas. Uh, so it was on the way, but you know, as, as you know, it's not, it's 1700 miles. Yeah. That's, could that's have driven it in two or three days easily, but truck, truck drivers aren't allowed to drive more than eight hours in a day. Uh, to the the rules are changed to keep keep them from falling asleep or or taking no dose or things like that that make right. that make them unhealthy <laughs> right right the things that we expect doctors to do on a daily basis during their residencies yeah i mean all doctors should be working 12 and 18 hour shifts or no, something 30 32 or 48 they have to go for like three days in a row i think that's what i want i want yeah. somebody making tired choices for me makes perfect sense <laughs> oh man cool well hey i think we have done what we set out to do so i think we should put a pin in this put a pin in. we, we should let everybody know that uh, if they want to get a hold of us they can find us at blurring the lines podcast.com they can find you at other places like other places sublimecomp.com they can find you on x formerly known as twitter at sublime comp uh they can find me at yoga with peter.com or friends with bruise.com if you can spell it you can try to find me at nicolaitis.com if you can spell that you can find me on mastodon at nicolaitis at infosec.exchange <laughs> and if all that much is too much for you then i suggest that you just push the big red button yeah just walk away to contact either us or our guests visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.